time for Healthy Talk Radio. By the powers vested in me, by the Federal Communications Commission. Coming to you live from the headquarters of the Global Health Network and across the world wide web. <gasps> Computers can do that? It's America's longest running radio program dedicated to your health and wellness. What's taking place here is an alternative approach. Now, the woman who's changing the face of healthcare each and every day. That's the fact, Jack! Here's Deborah Ray. Good day. Welcome to Healthy Talk Radio. I'm Deborah Ray. Well, it was eye-opening information. Today's Wall Street Journal. The Food and Drug Administration approving the Chinese pharmaceutical industry to uh, start exporting finished pills in the U.S. Um, that's a quality control issue of concern to many of us. Well, he's a well-known journalist uh, who has co-authored or authored 48 books on health and nutrition. He joins us today to talk about uh, the revised and updated Natural Supplements for Diabetes. Journalist Frank Murray joining us today with some practical and proven health suggestions for both type 1 and type 2 diabetes. We invite you to join us with your questions about Natural Supplements for Diabetes at 800-307-3002 right here on Healthy Talk Radio. Now the news and views about the news you won't hear anywhere else. The Healthy Talk Radio News Digest. University research that appears in the current American Journal of Clinical Nutrition has engendered a bit of controversy. The study has taken a look, and this was major studies, the National Health and Nutrition Exams uh, Surveys of the U.S., took a look at over 4,000 women between the ages of 40 and 70. Um, These were women who had had extensive uh, skin exams, dermatological exams designed to evaluate aspects of skin aging, including skin wrinkling. They also completed surveys listing all the foods they ate in a particular day. Uh, The consensus was rather profound. People who got lots of vitamin C and a diet rich in the omega-6 fatty acid, linoleic acid, that breaks down to EPA and DHA, uh, nuts, sunflower, safflower, salmon, fatty fish, had less wrinkling than women who did not consume these types of nutrients. Now, there are others who say, oh, no, there's there's no science here. There's many facets uh, when it comes to skin aging, genetics, uh, UV, uh, light exposure, and lifestyle. But with the increasing evidence that um, nutrient status makes a difference in overall body health, Perhaps the the evidence is clear that skin problems are also related to your nutritional status. Vitamin C and linoleic acid now been show showing to slow skin wrinkling, actually protective when it comes to aging of our skin. Well, speaking of uh, diet and health benefits, interesting Brazilian research uh, from the journal Nutrition. Uh, adding to the debate about palm oil. Palm oil is um, consumed by many cultures around the world. We tend to demonize it, even though it's the the heated palm oil that is uh, uh, apparently so detrimental. 
they have found in this, uh, this published Brazilian research that a diet that is rich in unprocessed palm oil reduces um, the LDL cholesterol, reduces the triglycerides, as opposed to people who eat different forms of fats. And, of course, the amount of fat, the source of the fat, makes a difference that we have for many years charted the American dietary course on the basis of um, the vegetable source oils, the corn oils, as well as the heated oils, the hydrogenated, the trans fat oils, only to find out that it put us at much greater risk of both heart disease and cancer. And interestingly, they found that the unprocessed palm oil is a very uh, rich source of the carotenes, of the vitamin E to cofferol family and the tocotrienols, all of whom have been shown to lower cholesterol as well. So these Brazilian researchers concluded that the, the data reinforces the evidence that unprocessed palm oil is a cholesterol-lowering oil and apparently has some pretty beneficial effects on LDL cholesterol as well as triglycerides as well. Speaking of oils and blood fats, this is interesting. This appeared today at Medscape, uh, where conventional medical doctors uh, go for their healthcare information, uh, published in the journal Clinical Therapeutics, that the addition of an omega-3 fatty acid supplement, we're talking about fish oil, adding that to statin therapies with patients that have persistently high triglyceride levels was a significant way to reduce triglyceride without increasing LDL cholesterol. Now, I say in advance, there is a downside to following the numbers. Why none of us should ignore cholesterol and HDLs and triglycerides, there is little evidence to suggest with 60% of people who have a heart attack or a stroke having normal cholesterol levels to simply follow the numbers. It's part of an overall picture. But the, this study presented at the 16th International Symposium on Drugs Affecting Lipid Metabolism, that why the Food and Drug Administration has approved the addition of a fish oil supplementation to patients with uh, taking statin drugs um, it was never approved for patients uh, who had triglyceride levels lower than 500 milligrams percent, but apparently it works, and it works quite well. And, of course, we know uh, that these fish oil supplements are part of the essential fatty acids, which means we don't get them um, other than consuming them in our diet. They're essential for consumption which can make a huge difference in terms of our overall health. Well, it's a new chocolate product, the first to be endorsed by Tooth Friendly International as being harmless to teeth because although this chocolate confection contains sugar, it's a sugar that is derived from sugar cane and honey that is low glycemic and not detrimental to the teeth and the gums. Yes, many of us heard our mothers say that sugar will rot your teeth. And we certainly know that sugar engenders more bacteria, which can engender more dental cavities. Uh, this is a chocolate confection 
that is made uh, from sugar derived from honey and sugar cane, not detrimental to teeth and gums, which tells me, gosh, chocolate is not only a health food, heart-healthy food, but good for our teeth and gums as well. Well, interesting uh, information uh, coming out of uh, the look at certain sugars. Isopaltulose is an interesting sugar that is derived from sources like honey and sugarcane. In fact, German researchers have been investigating the influence of these particular sugars on blood fats, finding that certain of these sugars, like the isopaltulose, I-S-O-M-A-L-T-U-L-O-S-E, which is a sugar derived from honey and sugarcane, can actually promote fat burning. So interesting to note that while we take a look at some of these unique sugars and fats like CLA for their fat burning ability, basically it comes back to uh, uh, consuming uh, foods in a fashion, whole foods with lots of fiber, that can promote uh, more fat burning than it does laying down of the fats. And uh, with today's Washington Post, talking about a smart diet is good for what ails you. Taking a look at the work of Dr. Thomas Moore, first at Harvard, now at Boston University, the dietary approaches to stop hypertension, that diet that's rich in fruits and vegetables, beans and whole grains, that was found to be an effective way to lower high blood pressure. Then there's the work of Dr. Caldwell Esselstein at the Cleveland Clinic, Dr. Neil Bernard of the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, Dr. Dean Ornish out of California, indicating that a more plant-based diet helps to actually reverse blocked arteries and lower LDL, gives a lot more fuel to the fire, let food be your medicine, and medicine be your food. Well, it's the effect of Tai Chi versus a brisk walk. It was put to the test. In fact, the uh, research was presented at the American Academy of Family Physicians Annual Scientific Assembly. The conclusion was that Tai Chi is as effective as a brisk walk for raising heart rate variability, which is an important factor in terms of overall health of our heart, Tai Chi can make a difference. We're going to return to talk with journalist Frank Murray. The book, Natural Supplements for Diabetes, Type 1 and Type 2, we invite you to join us with your questions on Healthy Talk Radio. Looking out for your health care concerns so you don't have to. Healthy Talk Radio with Deborah Ray. Delighted and honored to have a special guest join us today. He is a noted journalist, the former editor of Better Nutrition, Great Life, and Let's Live, the author or co-author of 48 books on health and nutrition. The one that brings him to us today is recently revised and updated, Natural Supplements for Diabetes. It's all about reducing your risk, lowering your insulin dependency with natural remedies. We invite you to join a very special guest who joins us today, the author of Natural Supplements for Diabetes, Frank Murray. Frank, hello and welcome. Well, thank you for inviting me. This is a big topic you took on, but obviously uh, health and nutrition has captured uh, not only your professional interests, I suspect uh, your personal interests for many years, Frank. 
Well, it's true. This is my second book on diabetes. Uh, uh, as you know, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize we have an epidemic in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, it's costing us $132 billion a year in health care costs. And it's just uh, an ongoing problem. I was recently at a health food show in Baltimore, as I believe you were. Yes. And just about everybody I talked with either had diabetes or knew somebody who had it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the statistics from the American Diabetes Association, the latest, are just uh, hair-raising. There are 20.8 million people who have diabetes in the country. There are 6.2 million that have it and don't know they have it. Right. Isn't that alarming? It is. Uh, there are 54 million pre-diabetics which means that they are, you know, just one step ahead of getting full-blown diabetes. And further, every 21 seconds, somebody is diagnosed with it. Wow, wow. So obviously, you know, the the, the cause is multifactorial. You know, we can point to genetic uh, predisposition, but of course, you and I know, Frank, it's how we take care of those genes with with nutrition and and lifestyle. Well, of course, as you probably know, uh, a lot of people have what is called the metabolic syndrome. Uh, they say about 20, I've read that about 20% of Americans have it. I think that's much, much larger. This is a collection of five different disorders, and if you have three of the five, you're really susceptible to diabetes. That's uh, high blood pressure, uh, obesity, insulin resistance and high cholesterol and triglycerides uh, the the insulin resistance uh, this is where the pancreas does produce insulin but the body says well what is this stuff it <laughs> doesn't know what to do with it <laughs> so we hear that term insulin resistance so, yes. y- yeah and well that's the case uh, as you know, with type 1 diabetes, these patients um, uh, cannot produce insulin. Um, it's an autoimmune disease like arthritis or lupus. The body has destroyed their pancreas, and so obviously they have to ingest, I'm sorry, they have to inject uh, insulin. You can't take insulin orally because uh, the stomach acids would destroy it, so you uh, have to take it uh, by injection. Although, isn't there a new deal where you inhale it? There, there have done some studies, some uh, that show pro- promise, others are still uh, uh, very much in question whether or not that will replace, you're right, the injectable uh, yes. insulin. But just in the last two weeks, Frank, the Journal of the American Medical Association linking potentially uh, uh, the the fats, the uh, uh, the omega-3 fatty acids with type 1 diabetes. I mean, this is a real step forward. Oh, absolutely. Well, everybody should be taking the omega-3s either in a capsule or eating salmon and so forth. Uh, They have so many different uses. And uh, I, I just hope everyone is is taking those wonderful things, uh, eating the nice cold water fish. So I love sardines. There you go. <laughs> so and I love salmon. So I think I get 
quite a bit in uh, in those fish, and uh, also there are the oils that you can take and the capsules. And that brings up a good point with that Journal of the American Medical Association article uh, talking about the fact that foods now, as compared to a hundred years ago, have twenty-eight fold, twenty-eight thousand times less omega-3 fatty acids that, uh, you know, the thing that we can, can talk about, and, and you certainly allude to in your book, Natural Supplements for Diabetes, mm-hmm. uh, Frank, is that our diets have changed dramatically mm-hmm. along with this rising incidence of diabetes in this country. Well, uh, it's true. Uh, I <laughs> told someone the other day, I thought the buffet had done us in. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, In Baltimore, I was seated uh, in the restaurant near the buffet. I don't go near a buffet, wouldn't go near one for a 10-foot pole. You don't know who's handled the utensils and when they last washed their hands. (laughs) At any rate, you would see these people going back two and three times filling up their plates. Now, obviously, a lot of it is carbs, of course, Right. And the poor old pancreas is really having to work overtime to produce enough insulin. <laughs> but as you as you talk in the book, uh, you know, even the world uh, work of Dr. Jim Anderson at the University of Kentucky, the fact yes. that we eat a lot more processed foods and well, don't... he yes, he has removed people uh, type two from uh, uh, not having to take insulin right. with fiber, as you know, yeah, psyllium, oat bran, wheat bran. Um, there's so many things. In Germany, as you may know, the leading treatment for diabetes is alpha-lipoic acid. Now, that's an interesting nutrient, um, one that is the, both fat and water-soluble. For people who aren't familiar with alpha-lipoic acid and why it's an important natural supplement for diabetes, tell Precisely. us more. Yeah, tell us more. Well, uh, the suggestion is 300 or so milligrams uh, twice a day. Uh, diabetics should be taking chromium. That's very essential. And uh, that's usually 200 uh, micrograms uh, a couple of times a day. There's ginkgo biloba, you know, which uh, expands the blood vessels. Uh, magnesium is so important. Uh, I think they usually recommend 200 milligrams twice a day. Uh, there are nine million herbs <laughs> that you can take, uh, fenugreek and so forth. So there are natural ways of dealing with this, but uh, the problem is people just eat too many carbs. And uh, people shoot me down when I say this, but you really don't need to eat sugar. The body has to have glucose. The brain couldn't function without glucose. But the body can convert meat and cheese and all that good stuff into glucose. And it annoys me in some of the diabetic publications uh, where you see oodles of recipes for desserts. (laughs) Uh, They should have uh, some cheese or a handful of nuts or something. I was just talking with somebody yesterday, though, who was reading a, a very popular health journal. We, we all know it's been around for a number of years, claims to have you know, millions of people read it each year. Mm-hmm. And they were advertising a, a cookbook for diabetes, <laughs> indicating that you don't have to give up your sugar. 
you should use, uh, you know, real sugar and real butter for delicious diabetic recipes. And it's like, Oh, this what? makes my hair stand on the end. <laughs> uh, my previous book was Ampelaya for type 1 and type 2. This is, we call it bitter melon or bitter gourd. Mm-hmm. And you can lower your blood sugar, uh, taking the capsule or the tea, or you can eat the vegetable. As you might expect, it's very bitter. So when I was in the Philippines researching the book, I said to all these diabetics, how on earth did you get diabetes? Oh, we love uh, white rice. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, hold that thought, Frank. We don't want to miss a minute. Journalist Frank Murray joins us today. His book, Natural Supplements for Diabetes. We invite your questions, 800-307-3002. The information presented on Healthy Talk Radio is all well-documented and presented by credentialed guests. It may not represent the views of this network, this radio station, or its sponsors. But hey, how much do they know about medicine anyway? Journalist Frank Murray joining us today. If you uh, care to join us, and this is always an opportunity to listen and learn, or pick up the phone and join us at 1-800-307-3002. Uh, he's an author of many books, as well as a member of the New York Academy of uh, Sciences. Um, his uh, book that we're speaking of today is Revised and Updated, The Natural Supplements for Diabetes. Natural Supplements for Diabetes. And you were speaking of, of, of bitter melon and, you know, just the revelation that, you know, simple dietary changes to, to processed foods and, of course, large quantities of it, you know, back to the buffet reference, you know, set the stage for this insulin resistance for, for pre-diabetes, Frank. Well, yes, the, um, as I mentioned, the uh, bitter melon, uh, ampelaya, it has about a hundred different names. Each country has its own. It really does lower blood sugar. Uh, I saw it in the Philippines with dozens and dozens of patients. Um, as you know, it's rather bitter, but I had them serve it with meat <laughs> or eggs, <laughs> and it took uh, the grease and the uh, gravy took away the, the bitterness. But it really uh, was uh, successful in, in lowering blood sugar in so many of these people. Which begs the question, you know, with, with, you know, amputations now up to 100,000 a year, the fastest growing group of type 2 diabetics in this country, teenagers. Yes. You know, th- this comes back, you, you speak in your book, Natural Supplements for Diabetes, about the lifestyle, you know, the, the work of Dr. Walter Willett. Yes. I mean, we, we have the power here, Frank. Ah. Uh, well, I talked to a, a um, pediatrician who said she was seeing teenagers weighing almost 300 pounds. Wow. I mean, this is just disastrous. And as you know, the body can't handle all of those carbs and uh, junk foods. And obviously the lower extremities more or less atrophy. And uh, uh, they're not getting the blood they need. And so, unfortunately, a foot or a leg has to be amputated. Just incredible. It is because, you know, this empowering information, you mentioned chromium. And I was, yes. was struck, I think it was last year or perhaps the year before, the American Association of Diabetic Educators had an annual meeting, Frank, in Indianapolis, and the, the whole topic of conversation was the government-funded studies on chromium, mm-hmm. which, as you presented in, you know, in the book Natural Supplements for Diabetes, 
There's 30 years of government-funded research on <laughs> chromium and insulin. And their, con- their conclusion was, well, we want more money for more study before we start recommending chromium for diabetes. Oh, this is disgusting. I get so annoyed. As you know, when you read the medical journals, at the end of every every article, Send we more. need more study. Right, right. <laughs> This is the 21st century. Haven't they figured this out by now? <laughs> I don't get it, really. Uh, there's just so much can be done with nutrition and supplements. Uh, vitamin C, obviously, is so important uh, for the health of the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can lower cholesterol and triglycerides. Right. And uh, uh, I, I personally like the ester C because... I have trouble with ascorbic acid. The acidity right. uh, sort of uh, upsets my stomach. I don't have that problem with ester C, uh, which is a fantastic supplement. Yeah. And as you know, it hangs around in the body. Right, right. You know, with the, with the British research just you know, recently suggesting what I've heard other nutritional physicians say, and and that is. That you know, diabetics excrete more nutrients. Uh, mm-hmm. The British study you know, referred to the the all important B vitamin, the thiamine. Yes. Uh, you know, th- there's little appreciation, as you well know, Frank. Uh, even though you know the literature, you have all the literature sites in your book that diabetics you know need better nutrition. Oh, of course. Well, um, it's just incredible. Uh, the the uh, Paucity of information that's available uh, uh, to the uh, that is the diabetics don't know about it, right. and it, it's rather discouraging because uh, take for example hypoglycemia. Uh, a lot of the diabetics have a constant uh, type one at least have a constant uh, problem with hypoglycemia, and when they start getting fidgety or eyes blurred. What do they do? They take a piece of candy. Right, right. <laughs> Why not take a piece of cheese or a handful of nuts or something? They don't need the sugar. Exactly, exactly. Boggles the mind. Well, let's say hello and welcome uh, to Joe, who has a question. Joe, hello and welcome. You're on the air with journalist Frank Murray. Hi, thanks for being there. He just mentioned something I wanted to bring up was that uh, I'm in a supplement store 60 hours a week and people come in and say, oh, I don't have diabetes, but uh, I get real tired and <laughs> it's, it's low blood sugar, but they don't know it's blood sugar problems. <laughs> and how can we get uh, a specific, definitive, uh, bigger picture of uh, hypoglycemia and what people should take. Now, there's some references in some books to if we do L-glutamine before they're getting into their diabetic coma, that will bring them back out. Well, yes, that's true. Uh, Most people don't realize uh, what glucose is. Uh, I think I mentioned that the brain has to have it to function. And we like to keep the uh, blood sugar around 100 or less. If it gets down to 50 or, say, down to 20, maybe, uh, you're in real trouble because the body, the brain isn't getting enough glucose. And so there are all sorts of things that can be uh, taken, obviously, to uh, correct that problem. But most of these people are eating too many carbs and just uh, ignoring the supplements that are available. And it's it's rather distressing. Uh, 
have the hot flash, not hot flashes, but the um, perspiring profusely and so forth, and then they wonder what's happening. And uh, they need the chromium and the coenzyme Q10, which is fabulous. Uh, ginkgo biloba, alpha lipoic acid, which we mentioned. In fact, uh, Joe, in uh, Frank's uh, book, um, you know, natural supplements for diabetes. He has a whole supplement program for hypoglycemia that yes. includes, you know, many of the nutrients of which he's, he's spoken, Joe, the chromium, the biotin, the glutamine, uh, the magnesium, the niacin, the vitamin C. Yes. Well, I guess the store is going to have a copy for, for, for bookshelf, uh, uh, reading while they're in the store. Thanks for <laughs> making us a good book that we can help people with. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Thank you, Thanks Joe. for being there. Thanks, you, Thank Joe. you so much. An open phone line to invite you to join us. It's toll free at 1-800-307-3002. And Joe's question certainly brings to mind, and I welcome your insight, Frank, because people just don't wake up this morning with the diagnosis of type 2 diabetes. Precisely. You know, that, <laughs> that culmination of ill-advised lifestyle choices. Yes. Well, they don't exercise. Um you know, you have to have a positive attitude. That helps. Not if you have a serious case, of course. But people don't exercise. They get too fat. Just walk down the street and see how many fat people you see. It's alarming. It is. And, you know, as you mentioned, that metabolic syndrome, people don't realize where we carry our weight, that waist size versus hip size. I understand That's that correct. makes a difference, too. Yes. The body mass index, yes. Well, the metabolic syndrome, you know, we used to call it syndrome X. Right. And they've changed the, they're always, uh, making us learn new things, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> but as I say, people that have three of five of those, uh, situations are subject to, uh, diabetic, uh, being diabetic or right. pre-diabetic. Well, speaking of, of risk factors, um, you know, we, we know that about 70% of diabetics will deal with, uh, for example, diabetic uh, uh, neuropathy. Yes. Talk with us about alpha-lipoic acid and diabetic neuropathy, Frank. Yes. Well, as you said earlier, that's the reason for so many of the amputations. Yeah. The uh, blood isn't getting to the lower extremities, and the nerves are damaged, and so... Uh, but this is interesting. Um, you've probably read of Dr. Shute in Canada. Sure, He's sure. The been, Shute brothers, uh huh. Been dead, of course, for many years. Yeah. But they could uh, uh, avoid amputations in a number of diabetics by massaging the foot or ankle with vitamin E oil and also taking the vitamin E by mouth. And they were very successful in that. And I remember seeing some before and after photos. They were absolutely astonishing how they could save the limbs. Right. Uh, and uh, uh, at the uh, convention in Baltimore, there was a lady next to our booth who had um, uh, emu oil. <laughs> ah, okay. She raised emus right. and then converted the, the bodies into oil, uh -huh. and she said that could be used for gangrene and so forth. Uh, I haven't researched it, so I don't know, but 
but even uh, you know we we've had the researcher on from the University of uh, Wisconsin Madison who now has um, you know money to do a study yes. on honey on diabetic ulcers. <laughs> yes. And, well, that makes sense. You know. And you know she uh, uh, claims that it was you know someone who refused the amputation, um, you know, uh, and treated her to at least try the honey, which she did. Right. It worked, even though he had been in the hospital for two years unsuccessfully treating uh. this failure to heal wound. She's tried it in more than four dozen other patients. Uh-huh. She has had no failures, Frank. <laughs> well, this doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, honey is uh, a wonderful substance, uh, either internally or externally. <laughs> but I'm reminded, you know, when, when the Mayo Clinic studied uh, alpha-lipoic acid for diabetic neuropathy, mm-hmm. and we're just amazed that nearly 85% of the people had a positive outcome. Oh, of course. Well, uh, you may know Dr. Bert Bergson. Absolutely. He has a clinic in uh, New Mexico, mm-hmm. and he was telling me how uh, this potentate from an African country was taken to uh, uh, the Mayo Clinic in a wheelchair with severe diabetes, and they finally gave up, said they couldn't do anything, and he wound up with Bert somehow. I don't know. Anyway, he wound up in New Mexico, and I don't know the end of the story, but he, the potentate was making progress because um, Bert is an expert on alpha-lipoic acid. Right, right. And he was treating the gentleman. As you may know, Bert is also an expert in uh, mushroom poisoning. Right, right. <laughs> and he has all that good stuff at his clinic. He's also a great believer in selenium. What oh, role absolutely. Does, what role does selenium have? It's included in your minerals of importance to diabetics, Frank. Well, selenium is so important, as you know, there's a lot of studies on cancer, but it is uh, a wonderful antioxidant. It works with vitamin E, for example. They're sort of uh, (laughs) co-authors, and they work with any number of things. Uh, Selenium, uh, vanadium is fabulous for diabetics. We don't uh, often the, hear enough about that, but that has a lot of solid science to back it up. Well, oh, absolutely. Well, it uses uh, reduces blood sugar levels, as does selenium. Uh, and it also uh, stimulates the glucose uptake in the body, that is selenium. And people should be taking maybe 50 to 200 micrograms a day. Uh, it's a fantastic... Uh, a substance for other things besides uh, diabetes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and as I say, vanadium is uh, is definitely on the must list. I think that's around 125 milligrams a day they suggest for vanadium. But so many of those minerals are important. I, we mentioned magnesium, um, calcium, and magnesium. You know, work together. Obviously, chromium is an important uh, mineral for diabetics. Because uh, diabetes often go- seems to go hand-in-hand hand with heart disease, Frank, it's, it's interesting to, to, to note um, you know, that many of the prescription medications that are used in heart disease you know, actually deplete the body mm-hmm. of magnesium. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. 
most people don't know this, heart disease is the number one cause of death among diabetics. Somehow people don't relate the two, but right. they definitely are. Right. And, well, as you can imagine, if you're obese and the body is shutting down, <laughs> the poor heart is going to have problems. But and all of these factors, in terms of natural supplements to diabetes, as well as the nutritional advice and the exercise advice, doesn't that help the heart too, Frank? Yes, of course. <laughs> I hold that thought. We'll be back with more. Frank Murray joining us today. Natural supplements for diabetes. We invite you to join us or listen and learn. 1-800-307-3002. Lower your uh, risk. Uh, lower your insulin dependency with natural remedies. Frank Murray joining us today right here on Healthy Talk Radio. Cutting-edge information on alternative medicines, nutrition, and your health. Healthy Talk Radio. Now, here's Julian Whitaker, MD, America's wellness doctor, and Deborah Ray, America's first lady of health. Journalist Frank Murray joins us today. He has authored or co-authored 48 books on health and nutrition. The one uh, of which we're speaking today is Revised and Updated Natural Supplements uh, for Diabetes. Frank Murray, for those of you who asked me to take a moment to spell M-U-R-R-A-Y. The book uh, published by, by Basic Health, can people find natural supplements for diabetes in, in bookstores or online uh, nationwide, Frank? Uh, that's correct. Uh... It's in all of the health food stores and bookstores, uh, online, Amazon.com and so forth. Uh, they can order it through the, uh, publisher. The book is 1995. Uh, there's, if you order it from them, it's a $5 uh, shipping charge. And the number is 1-800-575-8890. Uh, we should discuss, uh, before we leave, the glycemic index. Yes. As you know, yes. there's a lot of controversy about it, but I personally think it's a wonderful tool. Uh, as you know, uh, they rate uh, foods on how the body handles glucose in right. up to 100. And as you might expect, <laughs> uh, 100 and over is white bread, mm-hmm. <laughs> white bagels, white rice, uh, Cheerios, uh, cornflakes, instant mashed potatoes. Those things should be thrown out, or at least not eaten. <laughs> but uh, the, the lower, you should uh, follow the lower uh, numbers, obviously. Uh, and that, that's, that's a pretty good guide. I mean, that, that really opens up rather than following a diet. It really empowers you if you're eating low on the glycemic index. Oh, precisely. Well, you know, go for uh, the brown rice and low-fat yogurt and skim milk and uh, soybeans and all sorts of good things. Uh, Surprisingly, uh, the uh, raisins and those uh, types of uh, foods are high, but peaches and apples are low, surprisingly, and oranges. So So uh, I agree with you. People should follow the glycemic index and and stress the ones with the lower numbers. Well, there's much information in the book. You've done a masterful job. Uh, great literature sites as well. What was that publisher's number? One more time, please, Frank. Uh, yes, I hope that uh, they will order the book. It's one eight hundred 
575-8890. That's the publisher's number, 1995 plus $5 for shipping. Joe said it well. He uh, wants to have it on hand for for reading as a resource for many people. You did a great job. Frank, thanks for joining us. Please come back. Thank you for inviting me. Our thanks to Frank Murray. Natural supplements for diabetes are thanks to you. If you missed anything, HealthyTalkRadio.com. I'm Deborah Ray reminding you, live long, stay healthy.